الحمد لله الغفور الحميد ذو العرش المجيد فعال لما يريد يهدي بهداه من يريد ويضل من أعرض عن نهجه السديد بين للناس طريق الهدى وحذرهم من دروب الغداء ووعد من أطاع وأوعد من اعتدى ولا يزلم ربك أحدا ثم الصلاة والسلام الأتمان الأكملان على من بأثه الله دليل العالمين سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى مدين Afterwards, inshallah, we are going to proceed with our discussion regarding the interpretation of the Sunnah from the book of our reference, Sharh al-Sunnah by Abu Muhammad al-Hasan bin Ali bin Khalif al-Barbahari rahimahullah. So if you can recall, in our last point of discussion, we mentioned about the foundations of bid'ah, what builds the innovation. We talk about the innovational aspect of desires. And the point that we are going further is the saying of Imam al-Barbahari, وَعْلَمُوا رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ You should know May Allah have mercy on you. Anna usul al-bid'i amabatu abwab. That the foundation, the origin, the roots of bid'ah, the roots of innovations, amabatu abwab. Afu get of entry. So the bid'ah has around four gates, four entrance from its foundation, from the root to the stem of the bid'ah. And from the entire four, two images was about hawan. That is in And from these four gates, 72 images, and all of the 72, they become misguided sets due to selfish desires. So if you can recall, back to the hadith of the Musnad, the hadith of Musnad of Imam Ahmed, which mentioned about the denominations. The Rasulullah mentioned that That my nation would get divided, my nation would get shattered of two seventy-three different denominations. And all the denominations, they shall go to hell except one. And the Sahaba, they asked the Rasulullah who is the one, who is that particular one that is on the right path? 
عند رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم سيد ما أنا عليه اليوم وأصحابي the one that is following that which I am upon along with my companions so there are many 72 different denominations who are going to the hell or which are going to the hell they become deviants due to their consideration and comprehension of their selfish interests. They become people of desires and innovations. So how does it happen? It happened from the first subsegment of the roots following desires, bid'ah, shirk, or the literal kufr. So if you look, this is the way to categorize the bid'ah. There is bid'ah mukaffara. التي تخرج صاحبها عن الملة وهناك بدعة لا تكون مكفرة أو مكفرة لأنها لا تخرج صاحبها وإن ركبها عن الملة لكنه لا يزال صاحب بدعة وضلال مهما سلك طريق مهما سلك مهما سلك طريق بالانشعاب هواه يكون صاحب بدعه لانه اخذ بهواه The person can also become a sahib of bid'ah a person of desires and innovation if he follow his own desires he would become an innovator in terms of religious matters also there is a kind of bid'ah that is of shirk. So he would become a mushrik due to that bid'ah. And there is a kind of bid'ah that is due to negligence of the prophetic traditions. So let us go back to the information provided by Imam al-Bahari. He said that you should know, may Allah have mercy on you, that the foundations of Bida are four. And from these four roots of Bida, all the 72 different denominations that, are, that shall go to the hell, they emerge due to these factors. Then one of each of the bid'ah factors will continue to transform, to proliferate, to become prevalent, to prevail. Until all of it, all of the factors would develop 
into 1,800 maqalatan thoughts and ideology. And that's why even today you would see different ideologies, different groups and sect denominations. But normally, they have their roots from those origin, from those four factors. And all of it, all of these denominations, all of those ideologies, they are misguidance. And all of it shall go to the hell. Illa wahida, except one. According to the cumulative point of approach, the sects emerges from four basic denominations, as how some of the righteous predecessors emphasized, like the Khawarij, the Rafila, the Qadariya, and the Jahmai. So as for the Khawarij, the Rafida, we categorize in one category. The Qadariya and Jabariya, we categorize in a subcategory. Mu'attila and Mushabbiha, they were categorized in a subcategory. And likewise, Jahmiya and the Mu'tazilites, they were categorized in a subcategory. So these are the basic original sects of deviations that initiated during the early time of the first predecessors. So if you compare the ideologies of today's denominations with those evil denominations, you would see that they are going hand by hand. They are like five and six. The only difference is that maybe the point of civilization or the kind of modernization of the ideas. And that's why even today we would see people with the idea of the Khawarij, people with the idea of the Rafiba, people with the idea of Qadariya, people with the idea of Matridiya, people with the idea of Mu'tazila, people with the idea of Sururiya, even though the sect of Sururiya is a new developing sect just of recent. So, but as for the Khawarij, Rafida, Qadriya, Jabriya, Matridiya, Jahmaid, the Jahmiya, Mu'tazila, Mu'attila, Mushabbaha, all these are old erratic denominations. So likewise today we see different denominations with different names. So the denominations become a brand. Every deviant, he can initiate his own denomination, his own sect.
or his own party. But still, if you trace the ideology that a particular sect of this day been built upon, you would see it is a kind of transformation. But the origin is from those four original denominations. And all this, they become deviant due to their thoughts. They practice their religion based on their own comprehension. And all of these denominations, they are deviants, except the one that is on the path of the righteous predecessors, the path of the Sahaba, the companions of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the path of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. وهو من آمن بما في هذا الكتاب and the one that would attain salvation is he who believe similar to that which is inside this book the person that would attain salvation is he who believe in some of the parameters such parameters that were listed that were mentioned in this book of Imam al-Baghari. So as I mentioned from the previous sessions that these keywords, these key points that we are given the interpretations are the basic foundational theories that if someone happens with it, he understands it, that is a right, uh, that is rightly. He shouldn't, have, you shouldn't understand the words, the point upside down or in a kind of parabolic way, understand it rightly as how Imam al-Bahari stated. So if you hearken with it, definitely you will attain salvation because all the points were traced, were developed, were isolated, were selected, were chosen from the ahadith of the Rasul sallallahu and the ayat from the Quran. So that's the reason why he mentioned whoever believe in that which is inside this book, whoever believe with the points mentioned in this book, surely he will attain salvation. And he believed with it. He put it in his heart. Without any shadow of a doubt in his mind. But if you have a doubt that whatsoever we were discussing is garbage or something that is not important or you will not attain salvation with it, so definitely this is the exact point of your deviations. This is the exact point of your problems. So as how he mentioned, whoever believes in it, he hearkens with it in his mind without any shadow of a doubt. Without any forms of doubtfulness. Definitely such a person would be a person of sunnah. A person who follow 
the creed of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah, and he would be the person that will attain salvation that shall attain salvation by the wills of Allah so does it Verily, lawful martyrs were clearly mentioned, and all lawful martyrs were clearly mentioned. But between the two, there are complicated martyrs. But whoever avoid the complicated martyrs, he abandoned the complications. Verily he is saved with his deen, with his religion and his dignity. So anything that is having a kind of confusion, that confusion is there, try as such to avoid it. You have to follow the path clearly. If you have doubt in something, ask the people of knowledge. Ask the literates, not the illiterates. Ask the scholars, ask the clerics, the people of knowledge. Someone can ask, whom shall I ask? Who should I ask? Then one of the righteous predecessors said, وَيَسْأَلُ الْأُلَمَا you shall ask the scholars, the people of knowledge, not just mere callers, not just mere YouTubers, but ulama, people with concrete knowledge of the prophetic tradition, people with concrete knowledge of the deen. It's not everyone that you see on top of the podium or in the social media that he would be an alim. Yeah, there are many ulama in the social media. So you should know the person that you will ask. How can you know an alim? A knowledgeable person, a scholar. A scholar, according to the sunnah of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is he who follow the sunnah of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's it. But whosoever that avoid the sunnah of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he neglects the traditions of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he is not an alim. Even if he call himself or people call him or denoted him as alim, definitely he is not. And that's why in the previous session, Imam al-Baghbahari mentioned, as I mentioned, That if you want to see a deviant, just look towards someone simply. Someone who avoid the sunnah of the Rasul. So if you want to know a Mubtadi, is he who avoid the sunnah of the Rasul? Simply, and if you want to know a person that shall attain salvation, a person on the right path, is he who follows the guidance of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So 
as I mentioned, philosophy, logic are well accepted in our aspect of life, but not in ibadah, not in aqidah, not in tawheed. They don't have place on that, as how the Rasulullah mentioned. It isn't about your other ecological parameters. It isn't about your other ecological parameters. But never reason about your maker. Because your maker is he who created you. He was before you become an existence entity. So he is the one to narrate unto you that which you don't know. And he described to himself and he ascribed to himself some of the attributes. He said he is like this, he is like that. What is upon you just believe and hearkens with it. But other cre creation entities, other creatures, if you reason towards those, you would be able to know their way of living, their livelihood, their development. You know the biology aspect of all those creatures, like the animals. Story about the kingdom of animals, the phylum of animals, the genus, their class, and the species is that which you, you will benefit from. But if you want to turn your mind back to the reasoning about your maker, so definitely you may end up being among the mulhideen, the agnostics, or the atheists. And that's the point. Use philosophy and logic in other aspects, but not in aqidah or tawheed. That's it. You can use the blue questions, the blue head questions. What, how, why, where, when, in other creatures. But to the maker, no. To the Sunnah of the Rasul No, but you have to follow as how he explained. He was the one deserved to explain and he does. He has accomplished his mission. What we are required to do is just to follow. The Rasul had spoken to us to study biology, to study botany, zoology, to study veterinary expert of animals, complications. He recommend us towards chemistry, physics. He recommend us towards studying the medicine. That's why in all of the Sunnatic books, the books of Ahadith, like the Qutb al-Sitta, there are chapters and subtopic about medicine, about illnesses, about diseases and infections. 
So through that you would have a kind of idea, hint. By using your mind, your think, your IQ, that is your thought and your IQ to come up with something. That is in terms of science and technology. Philosophy, logic is well accepted. But in terms of theology, Tawheed, Aqeedah, no, it doesn't have a position there. So that's what the ulama were saying. وَعَلَمْ رَحِمَكَ اللَّهِ You should know May Allah have mercy on you لَوْ أَنَّ النَّاسَ وَقَفُوا إِنْدَ مُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ Suppose If humans If the mankind would get stagnated By the initiation of the bid'ah When new martyrs in the religion began to develop When bid'ah started So if the humans would get stagnated they will not go towards the bid'ah وَلَمْ يَتَجَاوَزُوهَا بِشَيْءٍ And they will not breach it. They will not cross over it with something. وَلَمْ يُولَدُوا كَلَامًا And they did not initiate. They failed to initiate any statement. مِمَّا لَمْ يَجِعْ فِيهِ أَثَرٌ أَغَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ of that which there is no any prophetic background, no any reference of that that came from the Rasulullah neither his companions, Bidah will not exist. So David, if you don't want to see the Bidah, if you, you don't want to be a person of desires and innovation, then do not go towards the bid'ah. Anything that is termed as bid'ah, do not approach it. Do not come with any utterances or any idea that has no any prophetic background. Neither the ideas of the companions of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So if you maintain this behavior, definitely you will not see bidah and you will not become a person of desires and innovation. وَأَلَمْ رَحِمَكَ اللَّهِ You should know, may Allah have mercy on you. أَنَّهُ لَيْسَ بَيْنَ الْعَبْدِ وَبَيْنَ أَنْ يَكُونَ مُؤْمِنًا حَتَّى يَسِيرَ كَافِرًا That there is no any barrier between a servant of him being a believer to get transformed or to get evolved into a disbeliever. Illa ayajahad shay'an mimma anzalahu Allah Ta'ala. Until when he reject, when he negate something that the Almighty revealed. A person, a person would continue to be a believer, a mu'min, unless or until he rejects an ayah, he rejects a particular concept, a particular point, or a particular verse from the revelation. Or he 
or to come up with increment from the statement of Allah, from the statement of the Almighty, for him to add something from the revelation. Like for him mixing salt with sugar. So if he does that, or he does this, definitely you would end up evolving from the umbrella of faith to the umbrella of disbelief. So that it, a person will continue to be a believer without him becoming a disbeliever unless if he negate or he affords that which the Almighty rebuked or he adds something from the words of the Almighty our young our young us offer him to decrease to come up to come up to develop a kind of or to come up with increment to say there is subtraction from a particular concept of the revelation أو ينكر شيئا مما قال الله offer him to oppose to deject to reject anything from what the almighty said like for him to take an ayah to listen to an ayah to a particular verse from revelation to say no I don't believe with this even though the Almighty said, uh, said, said that, but I don't believe it. So this action, this kind of thought, this kind of reaction, behavior, can take someone out of the umbrella of faith. Or something that the Messenger of Allah, peace and mercy of Allah be upon him, mentioned from the speeches of the Rasulullah from his statement someone to reject so if you reject the statement of the Rasulullah it is as if you reject the statement of the Almighty you should pay Allah you should pay the Almighty Rahimakallah may Allah have mercy on you you should pay the Almighty May the Almighty have mercy on you. So whatsoever you would do, fear the Almighty. Do not choose being biased or preparing your personal interest over the interest of the community or society or over the interest of your maker. So if you doubt that, definitely you are pruning yourself to a lot of consequences. It might be a punishment from the hell, which is either of the two. For you to be punished and to get transported to the heaven, or for you to remain there. So that's why do not interfere with the laws of the Almighty. That's why one of the wise men, he was saying, if you break the law of land, 
you will go to jail. If you break the law of God, the law of the Almighty, you shall go to hell. And if you break the law of physics, the law of science, you would go to Sweden and receive your Nobel Prize. You get it? So if you break the law of the Almighty, the rules and regulations established from the divine revelations, definitely you would be interrogated, you would be punished. And the destination would be the hell. Look over yourself. Cross-check your mind. Evaluate yourself. Have a personal assessment. Be careful with extremism. Be careful with over-exaggerations. Fiddin in terms of religious affairs. So if you want to practice a single point from the religious matters, do not take it in an extreme way. No extremism in terms of religious affairs, in terms of the religious matters. Because that is that has nothing to do with the truthful path. Because that that has nothing to do with the righteous path. Because if you choose for yourself the way of extremism, you become an extremist. So you should know you have nothing to do with the righteous path. Even if you claim that you are following the path of Islam, Islam has nothing to do with you. And that's how the Khawarij, the Rasul mentioned that they are the dogs of hell. The Rasul mentioned about their description. He said, they recite the Qur'an, but it is not going beyond their thoughts. They go out of the, they go away. They exit, they quit from the religion. As how an arrow is moving out of the bow. So that's it. Try as such. To focus. Do not take issues in an extreme way. In the Deen Yusuf, the religion is very easy. The religion is easy. Do not increase the temperature or decrease the temperature. It has its own optimum temperature. What you are just to do is for you to follow. Everything is explained. So likewise, the Rasulullah mentioned according to the hadith narrated by Abi Dawood, Ibn Abi Shayba, 
ابن خزيمة إمام أحمد لايكويس ابن ماذا إمام النسائي رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم mention about description of some of the individuals that would emerge within his ummah he said يحسنون القول ويسيئون الفعل أو فعل they would have beautiful utterances when they speak people move they motivate individuals they motivate teenagers they motivate the youth they motivate the illiterates but they are evil in action they recite the Quran where it is not going beyond their thoughts so reading the Quran or appearing in the Islamic mode of uh, that is Islamic mode of affairs or dressing it doesn't determine that you are on the right foot you are following the right teaching of Islam Islam has principles and that's why Islam is the first religion to reject those terrorists those extremists and the people of desires and innovations Islam is totally away from their father. Even if they incline towards Islam, they claim to be religious, they are not. So even people claim that terrorism has religion, but we should know terror, uh, the issue of terrorism is has, uh, it has nothing from religious background. I don't know of other religion, but as for Islam, there is no such issue. Because Islam is the first religion to castigate, to negate, to condemn any mode of extremism, any mode of evil action. Because Islam is being programmed based on rules and policies. If you do this, is a righteous deed and if you do this it's a wrongdoing and it's an evil action so it has parameters it has guidelines if you interfere with the guidelines definitely you will become an evil even if you call yourself a person that follows this religion or that religion so be careful with extremism in the religious affairs because it has nothing to do with the truthful path. To the entire factors, to the entire point that I mentioned unto you, all what I have enlisted for you, in this book, that's what Imam al is mentioning. You should know it came from Allah. They are point isolated from the verses of the Quran. وَأَنَّ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم Likewise from the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم Because the points were isolated from the Ahadith. Majority of the points were from the authentic Ahadith. 
وان اصحابه likewise from the references from his companions وان التابعين along with the references from the tabi'in so all those tabaqat from the time of the rasul statement of the rasul the creed of the companions and the point obtained from the tabaqat al-thaniya the tabi'in wal-qarn al-thalith and the third generation that is the third generation down to fourth generation that is down to the fourth generation of hijrah be careful fear Allah or you the servant of Allah fear Allah fear your maker fear the almighty or the servant of the almighty you should fear Allah or the slave of Allah. وَعَلَيْكَ بِالتَّصْدِيقَ وَالتَّسْلِيمَ وَعَلَيْكَ بِالتَّصْدِيقَ Upon you with development of trust. You are required to develop trust. وَالتَّسْلِيمَ and submission. وَالتَّفْوِيد and surrendering. وَالْغِدَى and to be pleased. لِمَا فِي هَذَا الْكِتَابِ with that which is from the content of this book so whatever so that is in this book you should try as such to trust it believe in it submit to it of such factors like the factors the point that are recommending towards obedience to the rulers to the leaders listen to the government opinions rulings and guidelines to maintain the law and order to be good to your society and community and to abstain oneself away from anything that would create a kind of menace or evil to his society the way to live your life the way to practice your religion, the way to abstain from all sort of evil denominations, the way to be away from bid'ah, the way to attain salvations, all such examples that we discuss in these books or in this book of Imam al-Bahari, try as such to hearken with it. Believe in it, because there is no any erotic point as how he mentioned. Even if there is, I have explained. وَلَا تَكْتُمْ هَذَا الْكِتَابُ أَحْدًا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْإِبْلَةِ وَلَا تَكْتُمْ هَذَا الْكِتَابُ أَحْدًا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْإِبْلَةِ and do not try to hide this book to anyone among the people of Qibla. Any person that he is a Muslim, he is a believer, a person of Qibla, do not hide the content of this book. That's why I know, uh, that is, that's why 
I have never heard the information containing this book. At any moment, at any time, if you want me to teach you something, or you want to ask me a question related to the issue of the theology, faith, or issue related, issues related to the deen, I would make sure that I mention even a single point that is related to the point highlighted by Imam al-Baghbahari in his Sharh al-Sunnah. And it is one of the books that I recommend to many. And I taught many. And I taught the book several times in different places and locations. And likewise, if you are talking about the other aspect, the issue of science and technology, I have the referrals, I have the references. I will teach you the pure and the authentic contents. If you maintain silence, if you ask me, I will tell you. If you don't ask, I would also keep muted. I would be muted. If I maintain my freedom of speech, I speak where, that is whenever I want. And I maintain silence as how I wish. So if you are talking about issue of theology, faith, Aqeedah, then there are authentic sources and you shall follow that and likewise we are talking about the worldly things the issue of the dunya the issue of the other knowledge that is other aspect of knowledge I have the way to guide you to recommend for you like as for today if someone asks me to give him a kind of recommendation towards the book that he can obtain in order to develop his productivity. I can recommend him to that book, Atomic Habit. It's a kind of popular book. You can get it. It will help you. And in terms of time management also. And if you are talking about the issue of financial uh, financial intelligence, even though I'm not financially buoyant, what I can recommend you to that book of Robert Kiyosaki, that is rich dad poor dad. Allahu <laughs> If you are talking about Sunnah, I can recommend you towards the book Sharh Sunnah by Imam Al Bahari. Without the way to understand the manhaj, to understand the theology, the original and pure theology without any poisonous or extremist or mode of approach. If you hearken with it, definitely you would attain salvation here and the hereafter, and in the hereafter. In this dunya, in this planet, that is in this world, and the 
everlasting life. So do not try as such to hide any information, any content from the contents of this book. On this point that we were discussing, try as such to share to others. Do not benefit only without sharing to others. Try as such to disseminate it, you will get reward. Try as such. Because as we know what we were doing, it's not evil, it's not evil. It's something that would call our attention towards that which is right. That which will be benefit to our life here in the dunya and our life in the hereafter. We just utilize some portion of our time to discuss about these matters. As I mentioned earlier, these are some of the points, these are some of the points that majority of the people, majority of the Muslims, they don't like to hear. They say, if you are talking about Tawheed, if you are talking about Aqeedah, or you are talking about the Manhaj, you would divide the Ummah. This is a kind of devilish statement. It's a wrong statement indeed. And likewise, indeed, Tawheed divides people because through Tawheed you will be able to know the righteous ones and the evil ones the people that will attain salvation and the people that they would cast themselves into the lacquered fire so Allah try as such to share the point to share the information do not hide the artists And secondly, you should know, the wise were saying, لِكُلِّ مَكَانٍ مَقَالٍ وَلِكُلِّ زَمَانٍ رِجَالٍ لِكُلِّ زَمَانٍ رِجَالٍ وَلِكُلِّ رِجَالٍ زَمَانٍ To every place, there is choosing ways. Likewise, to every people, they have their point of desire. There is a place that so many people are supposed to be there, and there is a point that people should not be in that particular location. So every period of time, every era, every century has specific individuals so likewise it's not that you can just deliver all the information that we were discussing at once to a, to a person he may end up misunderstanding the concept and the mode of approach the kind of explanation matters also I'm not saying that I'm more than everyone or you are better than everyone but try as such to deliver your obligations try as such 
if you want to explain something to someone or he asks you about something tell him attend to him reply to him without compulsion because la ikraha fid din there is no compulsion in the religion kad tabayyana wajh min al ghay guidance is clearly described and it is totally different with the misguidance explain both the way of guidance and the way of evil a person has option he has his right to choose the path that is suitable for him don't make it in a kind of compulsion give him his human right but your obligation is for you to explain the path of truth to each and every one as far as he went if you want to go to jannah go to jannah the way is well explained if you enter hell enter hell enter into hell it is your own choice but the messengers they came to explain the fa and that it bain al bisharati wal nazara sharing the glad tidings and also explaining about the consequences the warnings فعسى يرد الله به حيرانا maybe through this Allah can return back a person that was into delusions and hiyati from his illusions and delusions maybe someone misunderstood the theology aspect of islam or he don't know even about islam he just have misconceptions so if he asks you explain to him you can explain to him at, at any time try as such to deliver to him so that you can uh, dismantle sort of doubts indeed many people are having excuse because the message haven't reached to them they understand the information in a kind of parabolic motion aw sahibu bid'atin min bid'ati maybe allah will guide a person of devices and innovations from his innovation maybe he will get returned back to sunnah the creed and the tradition of the rasul and the path of the righteous predecessors او ضالا ام ضلالته والله الجايد ديفينت المسجايد فاسن فروم هيز مسجايدز سو ميبي ترو ذس هي وود بي ابل تو هاكنز ويز ذا باث اوف جايدنس فينجو به ام باي ذا اير اوف ذس ترو ذا اير اوف ذس ترو ذا هيلث اوف ذس انتربريتيشنز he may end up being a successful person he may attain salvation through this so fattaqillah you should fear allah wa alayka bil amr al awwal al atik upon you with the first matter 
the three shares. And it's that which I have mentioned, I have mentioned earlier unto you. Is that which I have described unto you. في هذا الكتاب in this book. فرحم الله أبداً May Allah have mercy on a particular servant. فرحم والديه May Allah have mercy to the parent of that particular individual. قرأ هذا الكتاب Who read this book? Who studied this book? وبثه And he disseminated the book. He shared the information from the content of this book. And he practiced that which was explained from this book. And he called towards the book. He invited others to know the information about their theology. And he used it. He utilized it in providing evidences. Because this is the religion of Allah religion of the Almighty and the original religion of the Messenger of Allah. فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ انْتَحَلَّ شَيْئًا Verily, whoever abrogates even a single point, meaning whoever flagellates something, خِلَافَ مَا فِي هَذِ الْكِتَابِ Opposite to that which is in this book. Opposite to which was mentioned in this book. فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ بِدِينِ اللَّهِ بِدِينِ So it is not, it has nothing to do with the religion of Allah or to be termed as religion. Meaning, he fabricated, so do not fabricate the information. Do not misinterpret the information mentioned in this book. وَقَدْ يَرَدَّهُ كُلَّهُ It is as if he rejects the entire book. So do not plagiarize. Do not fabricate. Do not contemplate. Similarly, if a servant he believes in whatsoever that Allah mentioned glory be to him the most high, exalted is he the most high, إِلَّا أَنَّهُ شَكَّ فِي حَرْفِ But that particular individual, he developed a doubt regarding one particular alphabet from the revelation. فَقَدْ يَغَدَّ جَمِيءِ مَا قَالُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى It is as if he rejects entirely that which the Almighty revealed, that which the Almighty mentioned. وَهُوَ كَافِرٌ And a person would become a disbeliever. كما أن شهادة أن لا إله إلا الله لا تقبل من صاحبها إلا بالصدق النية إلا بالصدق النية. Similarly, the testimony, the word of the testimony, شهادة أن لا إله إلا الله testifying with the oneness of the Maker, with the oneness of the Almighty, will not be a valid one unless the person who mentioned it, who uttered it, he developed a trust with a kind of truthful intention and with a pure certainty that's how it is Allah will not accept anything from the sunnah mode of approach if you neglect other portion of the sunnah 
So if you neglect all the portion of the ahadith and you take some portion of the ahadith, you will not be termed as a person of sunnah. وَمَنْ تَرَكَ مِنَ السُنَّةِ شَيْءًا فَقَدِ تَرَكَ السُنَّةُ كُلَّهَا Whoever avoid anything from the sunnah, it is as if he can 